Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. All right, this is the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. We've been talking about the image of God and starting to connect this into the gospel of Jesus Christ, and uh, really just wanted to take the next step in that journey here. Uh, wanted to talk about the ethical implications of the image of God. Uh, so last time, uh, I guess the last two episodes, we talked about what the image was, um, and then last time we talked about uh, what or uh, who has bears the image, right? Is it everybody or only certain people, certain classes of people? And the answer in Genesis is resoundingly that it is all of humankind um, that God created in his image. Um, so I think that really has a profound impact on how we understand uh, ethics uh, as it relates to uh, biblical teaching. So one of the things, of course, that we talked about a little bit is what the image is. And if you think about uh, taking certain views of the image, um, you could start to get yourself into some problematic positions ethically. Uh, when you start asking questions about whether there are people that maybe were created in the image but don't have it anymore, or maybe people that really just weren't created in the image of God because they lack certain abilities or properties or something like that. Um, so if you think that the image is reason or conscience or self-consciousness or creativity, and you find people that don't have one of those things, or they're in circumstances where they temporarily don't, do they lose the image of God? Right? That's the kind of problem you run into when you think the image is strictly about having certain abilities or properties. So I think that really starts to outline the fact that that attribute view or property view doesn't really work in terms of defining the image of God as kind of the primary definition for how we understand it. The same thing goes for the relational view, right? So um, if you can say that people that are in right relationship with God bear the image of God, and those who are not in the right relationship with God don't bear the image of God, uh, then, then what does that say about ethics? If I can just label someone as saying they're not in the right relationship with God, that gives me a little bit more free, uh, free reign to uh, treat them in ways that I really shouldn't, uh, because they are made in the image of God. So again, ethical implications gets kind of important. When we start talking about the functional view, you can, you can have some of the same issues that you have with the view that is specifically about attributes, uh, because if someone cannot perform that function very well, um, does that mean that they lose value, right? And I think that's why we have to couple that view with the idea that people were made to be children of God. Uh, when we understand that, uh, then all of a sudden it's not just, you know, wow, what can you do for me lately? Um, or what abilities do you have that you can use in my favor? Um, or, you know, are you in or out? Um, but a question of God creating humanity to be his family, to be his children. That was our original purpose. That's something that all of humanity shares, and that has implications on ethics. Um, so I wanted to look at this and, and just... Uh, reflect on the fact that how we treat people reveals our attitudes towards God. Um, and this is from Matthew 25. This is, uh, you know, obviously a passage that a lot of people are pretty familiar with. Uh, even if they're not very biblically literate, 
most people are, will, will probably at least have some sense uh, of this passage. Uh, and this, of course, is where Jesus is uh, coming in glory, and he sits down to judge, and he splits up the sheep and the goats. And um, he says to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. And the righteous will answer, and they basically just say, when did we, <laughs> when did we do these things? We, did, we didn't see you. We didn't do these things before you. And he says, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Uh, and then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. And of course, they reply, When did we not do those things? We didn't see you out there. And he says, Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, then you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. So I think what we see here are just really serious implications for how we treat other people, because how we treat other people is and reflects on how we treat God, the attitude that we have towards God. I think this is one of the reasons that we see really, especially in Middle Eastern Mediterranean cultures, uh, the importance of hospitality, right? Uh, that um, especially in places where, you know, you might be the only <laughs> only house on the road uh, in the middle of the desert, you know, the people being hospitable was about survival. And um, we see here, you know, all of these different aspects of having uh, hospitality for other people essentially as a, re- as a reflection of thankfulness and hospitality towards God. Uh, so I think that's really important. Uh, it's something that I think each of us needs to really think about as we uh, think about the people that we do meet that are in need. Um, and, you know, the people we meet every day, right? I mean, there are people in our offices, in our schools, in our families that we don't really like, uh, that rub us the wrong way. Um, and how we treat them uh, is a reflection of how we see God. So uh, I think it's really important for us to get this right. Uh, and these ethical implications are very, very serious. And this is one of the reasons why I think it's very important that we understand right from the get-go that everyone, all of humanity, was originally created in the image of God for the purpose of being God's children and representing him well on earth. (sighs) A little bit of a heavy word there, but um, yeah, thanks for for joining in today. Uh, Of course, uh, like, subscribe, uh, rate, review. All of these things help us to get the word out so that we can help uh, make sure that people are prepared to share the gospel with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Raise us up to build.